What's going on, y'all? What is going on? Again, this is the Get Up Podcast. You have me, DJ Belvy. We are actually, again, the second time in a row. Back we are all in the studio here at PVO Studios in Harlem, New York. We have Estot. We have Pharaoh. Say what up, y'all. Yo, what's good? I come yeah, from the west man. and the east. <laughs> How's everybody's week going so far? You got any ratchet stories, Pharaoh? Nah, just no ratchet bro. stories. You just working. What about you, Estot? Yeah, I ain't got no ratchet stories. No ratchet stories. How was everybody's weekend? What y'all do? I, uh, what did I do? I did a bunch of shit. I went to this, um, actually, so I know this girl named Nephi, and um, she does these interviews with these, um, like, trendsetters, millennial okay. trendsetters. Okay. So if you ever go online, look her up. Um, she has these YouTube videos where she basically interviewed this person who, what she does is she is a consultant to people who want to enhance their visual content. So if you oh. want to be, like, a visual tastemaker, if you want to, like, do Instagram videos and YouTube videos and really do that, She's a consultant who helps you kind of build that audience and build that environment. That's dope. So I was hanging around with her and a bunch of other like other black millennial um, entrepreneurs were there. Nephi's so, black. Nephi's black. Yeah, Nephi's black. Awesome. And so I met big a, up to the black entrepreneurs. Amen. I met a videographer. I met um, a couple of models, actors. Where'd one you person. meet? The, where'd you meet these models at, Spencer? Um, no, they were at the the. This is actually Christina's friend. Oh, so, okay. Oh, I shouldn't be blowing up people's names. Yeah, F dot. Come on, F dot. But no, nobody knows each. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I was at. Um, they were doing a taping in, I believe it was like Soho, and I went out and checked that out. So that was pretty cool. Dope, 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 dope. And Farrah, what you do this weekend? This past weekend, what you what, what were you on? I working, work, bro. I mean, you are you a working man. Hey, what you want me to do, man? You are a worker Can't man. Can't complain. Got to work. You know oh my goodness! I think I was off Sunday, and all I did was watch like uh, news and the anime and shit. And, and Game of Thrones that we're gonna get to. Oh, okay. yes. Game of Thrones that was really dope. We're gonna talk House about Stark, that. Points out the gate. Oh shit! <laughs> and of course, we have a lot else going on in this world. This is actually the section that I actually just want to call the, uh, the 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 Trump train wreck. <laughs> I want to call this the choo, Trump train choo. wreck right now. Right now, so are you guys all right? Is it okay if we actually go through this first? The the Donald Trump Jr. thing, or actually, we wanted to go first with. Um, we just wanted to do healthcare first with healthcare because, because it is big. That is big. If breaking else. news! Breaking news! Breaking news! It's dead. Ding dead. dong! Zombie care is dead. <laughs> Obamacare repeal failed because people like their Obamacare, bro. We. <laughs> That is, I'm, and I'm glad. I always feel that this analogy, so to speak, where it's like the war, and you know, as they say, oh, you, uh, you, you may have won the battle, but you didn't win the war, sort of thing. I just think that this is a small battle right now that we're we're in, and um, and the battle, of course, is those everybody else, right? Everybody else re- who wants decent health care who thinks of humanity unlike the republicans right so everybody else versus the conservative gop party that's the battle i feel like we are in right now and we have a point on the board yeah i mean i feel like i'm one of those people who's always after i saw the hillary clinton election and i saw the patriots win the super bowl i don't trust anything until it's long and dead yes so um oh i see i, I can feel you there yeah so like i feel when mitch mcconnell moves on to tax reform 
before him. Yeah. That's when healthcare is safe. And they're kind of doing that and now, that, no? They, like, no, because he has to kind of pull it from the floor. So once he pulls healthcare from the floor and moves on to um, taxes, yes. then I'll be in here popping champagne like... You know, we won okay. the healthcare fact. Like we won so that. So, break still- it break it down for um, everybody right now for our listeners um, right now. And just to again uh, state that the healthcare bill in the Senate actually died today, officially today. Yeah. It, it sort of happened yesterday, which was what's today the seventeenth. It was the sixteenth yesterday, last night, Today's something eighteenth. Whatever the today's date is, but yeah, and you see, of course, all, all of us are paying attention to dates and everything of that nature but what is it what's today's date yeah today's the 18th today's the 18th sorry sorry pharaoh because i work (laughs) (laughs) he knows you know i work on the 18th and then the 20th 20th, i I know i work that's true (laughs) 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 so so yesterday the 17th more or less towards the nighttime we (laughs) got some breaking news Uh, yes on my liberal media rachel maddow show big up to rachel maddow show that um she actually had it on her segment where it actually happened where three um three you know four four sorry so four actual governors um or actually in the senate yeah said we're not going to do it so senators yeah so we had four senators that said they're not going to do it that was the breaking news yesterday for republican senators for republican senators thank you pharaoh it's actually a funny story yes go ahead because Donald Trump. So Donald Trump calls this meeting with Republican leadership. He has all these yes votes sitting in a room having like their steak dinner. You know how like Trump likes his steak extra yes. well done because well he's an animal. Um, I so, think he would like it rare. Just sorry, that's that was a white joke. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so he's having this dinner with like Mitch McConnell and all of them. And I can't with you, <laughs> DJ Bell. Time out. Five minutes. <laughs> um. And they're discussing this, and at the same time, um, Senator Mike Lee and Moran from um, Kansas and Utah are getting ready to release a statement. So they get out of the room having this big strategy session on how they're going to pass health care, and as soon as they walk out, Lee and Moran are like, fuck this, we're not doing it anymore. So health care is dead. They wake up the next morning, Mitch McConnell comes out, and he's like, oh, I have a better idea. What I'm going to do is a full Obamacare repeal. Which he actually can't do because he can't do so through reconciliation. So you need like 10 Democrats to do that. So really all they can do is repeal anything that has to do with the budget. But that's like another story. So he's going to go do this Obamacare repeal. And the second he says that, Senators Capito and Mikowski come out and say, we're not going to support that shit either. So at that point today, healthcare. The, the the better health care plan that they were going to have. As uh, they say, the GOP. Better care. Yeah, better and, care can we, and, 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 and just that. to interject uh, there, Estat, is that when I was reading this, too, I believe it was on the New York Times or the Huffington Post, uh, they were saying that some moderate GOP conservatives state are saying they're, they're not going to support the bill or the health care bill because it, uh, it takes away too much from Medicaid. Some, some of that. Yeah, and then they have the right wing conservative that say it doesn't take enough off, you know, and, it, and it's just crazy to me to think that there's human beings, human beings in this world that say it, you're not slashing healthcare, you're not slashing Medicaid, you're not slashing and cutting, you know, profound actual uh, commodities to this healthcare bill, right? Right. 
They're not, so they're saying you're not slashing, you're not cutting too much of that away from the American people. Seeing that kids, and actually, and this is another, I'm sorry, and, I'll, and also I want to say last week I had an ADHD moment. I was just actually going all over the place, and I'm going to do it again right now. But I saw, of course, that we had, um, that we had kids and a lot of um, indivisible groups um, also protesting yesterday and they actually had like babies there carrying like uh, pictures and signs and stuff so these are the kids and the citizens of this United States that they're trying to cut funds from healthcare funds you know disability kids and things of that nature I mean I think the interesting thing about this is so um NPR and Mayor's College. Sorry to interject. Fair. Why are you boo-loving right now? He's not. He's looking at articles. You keep accusing him of stuff. I am going to keep accusing him because I, I like always, I'm not wa- even I always want to catch him. I'm I always want to catch him. him <laughs> I'm sorry to the viewers, but I always want to catch him. Because I'm a fucking him. professional. I never boo up when I'm on your job. Ask my girl. She'll tell you. I'm sorry. That's That's not, go right. ahead. I always trying to give the facts here. You're over here with the fake news. Yo, he's the king of fake news. Uh, I'm, so- <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm Rachel I'm Maddow. Sorry. I apologize. I'm going to get him though. I'm going to get him. That's not going Anyway, so anyway, there was like this Marius the uh, NPR poll that they put out and they basically were asking Republican voters what would they rather you know like a full Obamacare repeal or just taking away some of the pieces of Obamacare full Obamacare repeal 25% support amongst the nation okay which is terrible yeah. but still 25% for what they were trying to do was just take away certain aspects of Obamacare 6% approval for that okay okay if you're a republican okay. are you really going to vote for that six percent approval Nope. are you going to get back in office no no nope. and the Not thing about all. it too that's like, like that's like donald trump's polls but we'll talk about that later the 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 thing about it is like they've been telling the republican base this lie the whole time right mm. that you know obamacare is failing and that they need to come but the problem is that in order to build a health care system there's only really three ways you can do it. You can have single payer. You can have what Obamacare is, which is you build these individual markets that are governed by the government and you allow the profit motives to come in. So you allow these private industries to work within those markets. That's what Donald Trump wants. Or you can just get government totally out and have it be a free market system. They can't do that. So they can just do the second one, which What's is... What's their goal? I'm sorry. What, what, so is, what would they like Their to goal do? is the final one, right? Government okay. outside one. of okay. healthcare. Completely outside of. They can't do that without 60 votes. Okay. Can't do it. Okay. So what they're trying to do is and just they can't, have... And they can't do the nuclear option, all that stuff that they've been doing. No, they can't. No. Okay. Because you know that nuclear that's a option... Different, that's, that's a, a different, different, that's okay, a different aspect of, of Senate legislation. Gotcha. Okay. Yep. All right. So really, like they're left with, and so I don't. I hate to agree with Rand Paul, but he's right. Like he's not that bad now. I'm kind of. I give him like a point or two. He more. was never really bad because I mean he he's honestly been the he's senator who's come out against a lot of the like every time the health he's been the um, opposition. Yeah, but it's he's, from a different angle. Like remember, yeah, he's, a, a, yes, that's he's true. a libertarian. They don't believe in spending money on shit. But they're yeah. consistent about not spending money. Okay. So to them, it's not an argument of repeal and replace. It's an argument is that I don't want to spend money on that shit. This is why is government there in the first place? Yeah, like he would have voted. He'll vote against. He'll vote down every health care bill. He'd vote against red lights. Yeah. Like, if we're being honest, <laughs> what if, libertarians we wanna, want, if we don't want to save. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> they want no red. Like, why is government getting in the way of how I'm driving my car? Yeah, like libertarians <laughs> are very like free range oh, government. Okay. Yeah. Right. Like they so believe he, people are better than they are. Uh, 
All right. So then, what? So all right. So is there any more to this at this point in time? So this is officially dead in the water. It's dead. I think they're going to try to repeal repeal Obamacare without a replacement, but that's going to fail too. Nobody's doing that. So at this point in time, it's done. It's it, like it's, no more. It's failed right now, unless they try again, which I don't see why they would. It's over. Yeah. It's, so there's no going back to the house. There's no nothing. Like at the this point house, in time. Yeah, the house can't do anything without a Senate confirmation. Okay. Yeah, because the house already passed the bill. Like, what are they going to do? Pass okay. a different bill? And okay. the bill, the Senate is kind of where the bill gets funded. So without funding, there's no bill. So we're that's, so cause, can that be like a small war? I mean, that like, we won. It's a win if McConnell doesn't bring it back up. Oh, but he that's could bring it back up. Don't the Trump feet. That's true. You, every time we're like, we won on Trump, then he wins. So that's just like, all right, it didn't work. Move on. Aww. Yeah. That's kind of the thing I keep thinking about with like Democratic strategy. Like they're out here bragging. I'm like, shut the fuck up. <laughs> right? <laughs> right? That's me. I'm like, yeah, don't, we're going to brag, motherfucker. Don't wake the tyrant. <laughs> yeah, like, the cracking sleeps. <laughs> I would have been like, yo, I'm sorry it didn't work for you guys. Let's work on the bipartisan solution. Let's they're like try. out here bragging. I'm like, they could really switch up just to be like, fuck y'all. We're going to pass like straight repeal, kick everybody off. Like that would be the legislation they pass. Facts. <laughs> oh, my goodness. So, yeah. So at this point in time, liberals don't. Uh, shut up. <laughs> as shut as, Farrell, up. as Farrell says, everybody just shut up for the time being. We'll just take this silently. All right. Well, let's just take this silently because I think that's exactly what I'm going to do is take this. Take that silently. Listen to Kendrick. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> sit down. <laughs> yes, last time yes. y'all thought y'all won. Yes, <laughs> it did not work out exactly. And just of course, speaking of losses, um, this this week and this is of course a new section because this is going to be every week most likely. Uh, seeing that Trump, uh, you know, everything in his campaign at this point in time is just falling apart. And I believe that with this Donald Trump Jr., and this is, of course, a little segment that I want to actually call Train Wreck Trump, all right? This is the Train Wreck Trump. And I'm going to go into this, and actually I want to hope everybody, of course, you know, will talk about exactly what's going on because it's a lot. Every week, every day, there is something new that comes out. And that's why I say, you know, at this point in time, this is going to be our segment because there's not a week or a day that goes by that something isn't that the uh, the media coverage and everything, newspapers do not uncover something that will hurt the campaign, right? Yeah. So basically, at this point in time, um, I wanted to just kind of go down a list of things that I uh, saw that are kind of going on at this point in time, uh, oh. you know, with, with Donald Trump. So, of course, we have the Donald Trump Jr., um, say, the, the Donald Trump Jr. issue, right? At this point in time, we have about, what, five or six? We have five or six um, people that were in that meeting. I it was seven. That's what I'm trying to ask right now. I mean, it keeps last, growing every day. Last I checked, there was seven. Could be nine now. I, that's the, fuck the thing. That's not. Have you heard any more about that? It's just a range of people. Who knows who was in that meeting? I, but the last number that you heard, how many was it, it? It was like, yeah, it was like six or seven. Then I've seen just been like, there was one extra person who was in a Russian-American um Russian American citizen and a translator. Who knows who was in that meeting? I mean, it's just yeah. kind of if you look at the the series of events that happened before and we have happened after it, you really can't um, dismiss the impact of kind of what was going of on. Of what was going point. on, exactly. And I saw that um, the Trump campaign put, uh, put about 
$50,000 towards Donald Trump Jr.'s legal team. And this was about 11 days before the emails were leaked or anything was happening on, on the gram. That's it. I mean, that's what I. That's that was eleven days. We don't know if there's more than that. More. Have you heard differently within like the last few days? No, nah, I'm just saying fifty thousand ain't gonna cut it. <laughs> <laughs> You're gonna need that OJ money for the dream team. <laughs> so okay, so ladies and gentlemen, so we have we have the Donald Trump Jr. thing, right? Also, uh, behind. Oh, Farrah, what do you? I'm just no. I'm sighing at just the fact. Uh, that. There's a general Donald Trump Jr. thing. Yes. Oh. Yes, I know, right? The, and Jared Kushner, all of them. Apparently, he added, and this is, of course, a side note, added 100-plus contacts to, to uh, people that he's actually come across or had spoken to during the campaign. And still didn't add the people who were in that meeting. So he yeah, added like, exactly. <laughs> he added 100 people to the meeting, and they're like, oh, what about this guy who was in that meeting? He's and he's like, like oh, I forgot what about all the Russians that were there? And they were saying, too, is that it's so odd that... When it everything else, they say, "Oh, this happened and this happened," and they can re, and they can go over and uh, and record time things that happened previously. But when it comes to Russia, anything Russia, they have amnesia. Like, oh, so what about this? Like, the New York Times will come up and they're like, "Damn it!" So I did forget about that. All right, you know, we'll just go ahead they're and put not it. Forgetting, like, they uh, I mean, that's true. Aren't mentioning anything because they know it looks bad. <laughs> like we're acting like, oh, they forgot. No, no. One forgetful thing, okay, but y'all have amnesia about every everything Russia. Like hashtag no, Russia. <laughs> your campaign was working hand in hand with the Russian government. We know that now. All right. So, so things that are happening behind the scenes that I'm not too sure if anybody has heard, but I'm going to, of course, catch you up. Right. So we have three people are suing Donald Trump right now, and of course, uh, uh, and of course, their longtime um, informal advisor Roger Stone for invasion of privacy right so i know pharaoh right now gave like this really odd like what invasion of privacy so the backstory to this is when wikileaks uh put out all of um those emails um against hillary clinton and against the dnc of course when they hacked uh the dnc on servers they just uh, you know posted emails some of these emails actually had sensitive information right so three people actually at this point in time which is um a guy named scott uh comer c-o-m-e-r who was the uh chief of staff in the uh finance department um also we had um it includes uh, uh two do- uh, democrat donors uh named roy cockrum and uh eric uh schoenberg so these so some of these emails had their social security numbers addresses so basically for um so for one of the uh donors it actually had his um his uh, sexual orientation in it and that caused family you know issues uh you know to actually happen so of course they're they're going to you know sue for um what's what's that uh word like defamation of character or something like personal grievance or something of that nature but also in those emails it had wait, wait um, he's suing because the emails outed him yes basically to his family why was he emailing the trump campaign i mean about his that's it that, it was it was in something i no, I it was in those dnc emails oh, so, the, it was, oh yeah no it was in the yeah it was in the dnc he was it was in the it was in the it was in the email server of the of the dnc that's granted it, they I mean, were probably it's not hilarious but and it's, though it's and he funny. was caught talking shit about his co-workers so his co-workers see exactly what was released and they're like this motherfucker has been talking shit behind so our back he was secretly gay and, secretly <laughs> and talking shit 
catty as fuck. Catty as fuck. Throwing shade just everywhere. <laughs> so of course he was being talked about at work, and he had to and he had to leave the job. So of course people right now are, are suing him. But the biggest thing though is that they have to go ahead and start investigating. Just for clarification, he probably didn't leave his job because he was gay. It probably had everything no, to do to with talk, the fact talking shit to him about his coworkers. Bitch. Yes, exactly, exactly. I just want to put that out there for listeners, like. Real quick, do you guys want to hear a funny story about Roger Stone? Yes, please. We just want everything funny story. This is the <laughs> this is the Trump train wreck uh, section here. So we're train wreck Trump section. So like Roger Stone is considered like this mastermind in um in Republican politics. Okay, and he's one of these people who's like he just doesn't like he'll just do the lowest ground punch. I mean like the swift boats attacks against like um carry like all those kinds of things. So like bringing Stone. out his like skeletons. Yeah, like he'll just get like the grimy like um um. Elliot Spitzer. Okay. Oh, prostitute. yes, yes. He was the one who kind of brung that out to bring him down. Damn. Roger Stone. Is so, he like a billionaire because, you know, they all have like money and it's like no, they no. pay people. No, no. Like he's not he poor, was this, though. He was this rising <laughs> star in the Republican Party. Oh, okay. Until oh. somebody discovered dun, that dun, dun. he is like this freaky, fetishy sex person who him and his wife would go to these big massive orgies he's not like wiener underground he's, clubs. he's not like wiener life. right wiener with the um with the um no no sending of his penis no, 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 like no, different no. that's different that's if you're different. doing the orgies you're definitely don't need to be sending your dick oh so they're doing yeah. like sex parties yeah they were having like these crazy like bonded yeah. oh shit crazy sex parties when he that was getting came a out, dildo in his ass <laughs> He's like, I'm not. <laughs> pause. But um, <laughs> how did we get there? I don't even know how. I'm, I'm just giving you the funny story you about from orgy to dildo in the ass. Like that's a jump. <laughs> God, <laughs> don't switch up our names on this podcast, please don't. But yeah, um, so basically, after that point, time out, bro. Five he wasn't minutes. going to be a Republican politician anymore. That was over. So that was done. So yeah. so all right. So he so he. He had his neg- He had his moment where he outed, of course, a lot. You know, a couple of people. Then motherfuckers outed him. You see what karma did? You see what karma did to his ass? Yep. Um, so also, <laughs> we're gonna continue this tr- this uh, this train wreck Trump section here. <laughs> All right. Of course, we're seeing the you know just his overall campaign and the people, of course, that he puts around him are extremely shady. We see Paul Manafort. We see all of these uh, different you know people who are Russian tied. Right. Mm-hmm. So we'll just say his personal lawyer is actually in the spotlight right now. Uh, oh, yeah. pers- his personal lawyer, to, uh, the personal lawyer to Donald Trump is Mark Kazowitz, and who was seen last week, uh, wrote a threatening emails to just a, a stranger who I believe asked him a question. Um, his name hasn't been released, uh, according to CNN, but he wrote emails and he was basically telling, tell, like, threatening this guy, like, watch your back, bitch. Don't be afraid, you piece of shit. Uh, <laughs> 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 I'm mad because I feel like I was say that <laughs> i know right he was like watch your back you piece of shit um he was like he i don't know somehow this guy may have been jewish because he was like i'm jewish bro and he was like i he was like i already know where you live i'm on you you might as well call me you will see me i promise bro so, <laughs> so basically his reasoning so he he, he came out with a, a dumbass apology and i mean he should have just stuck to it it was in the emails don't try and renege now you know you you said all of this for a reason but his excuse was because it was after it was a long day and it and he, 
But these emails were going all day. He was sent. He kept repeating these emails. Set not repeating, but sending these emails to to this complete stranger. And the and the stranger got get this. He 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 fought back at him and just said. Uh, thank you for your uh, reply. I will uh, contact you accordingly. So the knife, just like the dagger, and he just kept going. You better call me. I'm Jewish. This, that, and the third. So he said. So all of these, the, and of course he came out and said that it was because he had a bad day. Can yeah. we? Can we say that? Like, if I had something, can I tell my boss like I cursed you out because I just had a bad day, or not even a boss, just a complete it. stranger? I just don't see it because it wasn't his boss. Yeah, it was. A, it was a complete stranger. I mean, my thing with like liberals is at some point we gotta fight back, like. The body so slamming reporters down here, like yo, you come see that? me. Remember that? And he still won the Wisconsin, um, the, the Wisconsin shit. Yeah, like they some here, shit. You know, like come see me at the like yo, show up. Like I'm telling you right yeah, now, some true. like Republican senator hit me he up or some shit like that. I'm showing up. Like all right, cool. Like you want to come see me at my house? Yeah. <laughs> like at some point, you gotta start manning up, or like we can't over here be like the politically correct party anymore. Like exactly. I just feel like at some point, fight back. So I mean, I mean we yeah. all know the Democrats are weak. Basically, and I, I and saw S. actually, but S. you're S. telling people a, who just want to eat up. salads to fight back, <laughs> like that. S. Dot in regards the to the, um, regards to the salads and back. the kale. Um, what was that article that you um, you sent to us earlier today? We actually, you know, uh, converse, and it was um, talking about uh, liberals and uh, and the um, you know how we are how. I mean, I consider myself in that, but um, you know how we are and, and, and what um, liberals. The, ha- the hamburger effect? Yes, the hamburger effect. Oh, I, I posted that on Facebook. This is a side note. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, yeah, I'm citizens. <laughs> I'm sorry, citizens and listeners of the getup. But uh, just a little side note in regards to liberals and, us and how liberals in regards to this hamburger effect. You want to explain that really quickly? Yeah, sure. Uh, really quickly. So the basic idea behind the article is that liberals are annoying. Um, <laughs> that yeah, damn, I mean, just hit us, it. man. Just just come at us. I, I feel like um, sometimes on this podcast, it doesn't seem like I am a liberal. Like I'm a progressive. Like I I believe in liberal democracy, liberal ideas. But the, the yeah, like he said, it's the difference. It's yeah. like the thing about it is, if you look at these social issues, if you were to poll majority of Republicans, do you think gay people should have equal rights? Yes. Do you think we should you know have better pay? Yes. But when they speak to liberals, liberals are always making them feel bad about dumb stuff. Like, why are you watching football? Football uh, is the patriarchy. This this mascot is destroying America. You can't skins, eat your yeah. hand. You can't eat your hamburgers. Hamburger is meat, and meat is destroying the environment. Like everything Shut they the just like up. to <laughs> sit around and do is like yeah. under attack. So they're like, I can't, I can't vote for you guys because you are just annoying. And they're like, if you just stop doing that, if you were just like, look, these are our, our positions. You don't have to eat kale and, um, you know, avocado toast. You can have your chips and fries, but just be for equality amongst races and genders. Mm. They'd be like, yeah, sure. Like, that's a great idea. They'd vote for They'd vote for liberal politicians. So, like, the idea behind the article was just, like, as liberals, stop being so pretentious. Stop being so smug. You, you know, can, just... Yeah, and to our <laughs> listeners, you can go um, to our Facebook page, the, the Get Up Podcast. We actually have that um, on our Facebook page. So, go read some more into that. Um, I'm, who was the source? Uh, who wrote this? Was it The Guardian? Uh, do you remember? Um, one of my favorite writers retweeted it. So Connor Friedensdorf from the Atlantic retweeted it. Yeah, I think it's okay. in like a Business Insider or something like that. But gotcha. it's an interesting article. So go, yeah, go 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 take a look at that. Um, so that's this this saying kind of on a 
different note, whatever the case is, kind of going back to this uh, train wreck Trump um, section. Lastly, so th- that saying, um, if, if your friend uh, jumped off of a, a bridge, would you do it too? Yeah, what about it? Yeah, I mean, answer the question. No. <laughs> so, in regards to in the context of that, Donald Trump, when he was in Paris, said that anybody else who was his anybody else who basically wasn't his son would have done the same thing that his son actually also did. Doesn't make it legal. <laughs> he yeah. said anybody. He said you know anybody would have right. taken that. All right, train wreck Trump. Yeah, it's not legal. Yeah, like anybody else would have done it. Like, but like no. I don't think my kid would have done it because. Would you have done it? No, no, because that's fucking. And it's the same. But if you think about, it, it's the same. Um, it's the same reason they try to give to people uh, when he said grab him by the pussy. Oh, this is locker room talk. This is what all you're trying to combine say. people never said to say something that we pussy. would do. No, we wouldn't, motherfucker. We would not do that. Yeah, treat the pussy gentle. Damn it, man! And just and, and just to end this and just to end this segment today, Donald Trump was his fortieth. He played his fortieth game, his fortieth round or fortieth game of golf today. And he has been in office for like 52 weeks or something of that nature, or whatever the case is, 25 weeks or whatever the case. He has been in office for not that long, six months. Um, not, to, not to jump on your, your case about that one, but in revealing his hypocrisy, fine. Yes. Right? Yes. Because he, he, he blasted, he blasted he, Obama for it. He blasted you know Obama forever, but, but is that liberals of, being annoying? Yeah, that's liberals <laughs> being. <laughs> damn, they got me. Yeah, that's liberals being petty and annoying. That's why but people won't vote for you. <laughs> and now they mad like they on the golf course. Like yo, these damn liberals say I can't play my golf. So I'm we have tired. to fight fire with fire, basically. No, Leave. you have to fight fire with water. Dumbass! Yeah. Like you never played Pokemon. You so you fire type. Where so the you're saying type. you're saying you don't be the fire type. Where the fire type, you burn down the fucking forest. Like that's literally the ideology of people today is flawed. Mm. This is why this is why we get up, y'all. Yeah. This is why we get up. And speaking of water, and speaking of earth, and and fire, and all this. Where's this going? <laughs> going to the science. Pharaoh. Pharaoh. With this, with our section, what, we're going to call this the what, what was this section that we're going to call instead of just having a boring name to it? I'm what was it right now, bro? Stargazing. Stargazing. So this is our stargazing segment right here. That uh, before we stargaze, yeah. the the first piece of the science science segment is a piece of iceberg broke off of Antarctica, yes. the size of Delaware, yes, making it the third largest iceberg in the world on record to date. So that's pretty significant. They're yeah. not fully gonna say it's global warming, but why else does ice melt? They were saying something of the when I was reading it. I'm glad that you because um, apparently it was actually big news that it's happened. huge. It's, it's a huge, huge piece of ice to fall off a yeah, continent. They said that it's like I couldn't even reiterate exactly the how move. big. Yeah, how big it is. But Delaware. They were saying Delaware it, big. They, they were saying that science. The scientists have actually, um, and the um, not anthropologists, but they've been see, uh, kind of um, calculating and seeing uh, and monitoring this um, sheet of ice <laughs> that uh, that fell off or that cracked off of Antarctica. And they said it's it's been some time, and that. It's not as big of an issue as that, what they were saying is because it was 
that the current or whatever the case may have been is was just moving the was moving the iceberg that this is common at times because of uh, you know the the directions of the flow but i granted sure, i don't sure, know this sure, I, i'm sure, not too sure, sure. but I mean, this is just something that i was reading i mean there are multiple arguments when anything happens in the scientific world scientists are bitchy <laughs> And catty as fuck. <laughs> but <laughs> so, that's the point of science. Uh, right? No, it really is. It really is to be bitchy and catty as fuck. Okay. But I mean, ultimately, if it was just this iceberg and nothing else, then I think that's a real statement. But with everything else going on, it's less of a real statement and a, a more shocking alarm to the fact that ice is melting all around the world. Sea level is rising. That is true. That's another big piece of ice in the water. Not connected to it. <laughs> what else are we? What else are we stargazing about? Uh, oh, we got pictures from the Juno mission update okay. from Jupiter's red dot, the big eye. Yo, it's and what? Beautiful. And can you go over this big eye and Jupiter? So all basically, this, this is a storm that apparently uh, people who are uh, astrologers or astronomers have been mo- monitoring for like the last four to five hundred years. So because of that, uh, it's kind of big now because now we have actual detailed high def pictures of it okay and it's sexy bro so what is so in this so explain that to, so in regards what to makes picture, it weird we, is, we it, is the gas page, the right? one the gas is red which is a vibrant color and two we didn't know why it was spinning we still don't really know what it is okay but now we know that the gases are kind of like little cyclones swirling around and there's different hues really red in the center kind of orange in the outside and they're really just trying to figure out what the gas activity is about Mm. uh right now really just have pictures and speculation so is it it's not that there's other life forms or you know in regards to like where'd you get that i'm just saying i'm I'm just just that was a throwing big jump. Just yeah, I was just jumping. I, I'm sorry. You think I, I had a I had a, a pogo stick and I just you know. You're not stargazing. <laughs> you're watching UFOs. But I'm just saying. So what does this mean? Like what I'm trying to say is what does this? Uh, I mean, this human mean? beings are great. We're at a point where we can study the technology. Okay. One of the longest running storms in our solar system that we've ever observed. Like okay. that's huge, bro. Okay. We have pictures of the eye of Jupiter. Like come on. Uh, what more do you need? Technology is growing. Like man. you're you have a, a small probe floating around. On the largest planet in the solar system. Uh, you launched it a year ago. Now it's sending you back pictures that are blowing up all the information you think you knew about the planet. What more do you need? That's what I'm saying. This is, this is the get up, man. Yeah. This is the get up. Uh, we're gonna we're gonna Stay actually take low. a break, <laughs> and we're gonna come right back, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you. And we are back. This is the Get Up Podcast. We, of course, are all here again. This is our second day in a row, as we stated before. We have Pharaoh, we have Estot, and this is, my name is DJ Bellevue. Let me go ahead and include myself. We are here at PVH Studios in Harlem, New York. We, of course, are going to get into our two-minute, three-minute, four-minute 
pop breakdown what's going on of course in pop culture pharaoh just rolled his eyes because i know he doesn't care about this <laughs> about this section too much right now of course what's going on into um everybody who, i mean nobody really cares but this is more airline news that is going on right now uh the airlines at this point in time as we've seen had abusing people kicking people out overbooking flights things of that nature now now this airline drama has come to Ann Coulter. And to those who don't know Ann Coulter, Ann Coulter is just... That's not, how can we explain... How can we summarize Ann Coulter? Pharaoh, do you... She was... How can we do this, Pharaoh? She was... This old Tommy Lauren. She was... Okay, I can, I can dig that. Pharaoh, what are you thinking? She was Trump ideology... Before but she went we, against Trump at times too. I see. I don't know what I would call Ann Coulter. Actually, she's just annoying. She's just we'll an say that. angry white woman. <laughs> that is very true. I don't think there's any other way. Have you ever met from an a angry conservative? White woman? She's an angry white woman from a conservative neighborhood. Have I don't you ever know how? <laughs> so Ann Coulter apparently paid for an extra seat. She wanted to get upgraded. I want to say. She paid an extra $30, right? Just like how, how we all do. We go JFK here in New York, LaGuardia, and we'll pay for an extra seat. We'll get to the seat, but then to our surprise, somebody else is in the seat, right? And this, of course, is just the timeline of what happened. So Ann Coulter gets to her seat. She sees a lady is in it. They overbooked the flight. So she complains or she mentions it to the flight crew. What does the flight crew do? They just move her over from seat 3D or 3-whatever—that's an aisle seat—to 3E, which is an aisle, which is a um, which is a window seat, right? She goes ahead and is just diarrhea of the tweets, right? Every white woman away. <laughs> you gonna move my seat? You gonna pre-booked? <laughs> Angry white woman awakened. I can't believe they did this. And so they said, all right. And so Delta, they go ahead, refund her money, right? She's still talking, still talking, still talking. I can't believe this, this, that, the third. And Colter, if you don't shut your... <laughs> Please go pick some grapes. <laughs> Thank you. Ladies and gentlemen, this is, of course, our <laughs> the get-ups, uh, you know, way of just saying, you know what? The, you know, just like Charlemagne's donkey of the day, this is a go pick some grapes. Yeah, and Coulter, go pick some that. damn grapes, right? Because it's, they moved you from an aisle seat. And to my knowledge, I'm just like, you know, an aisle seat, I don't want to have to, like... When I thought I was, window seats were the best. They are the best, right? But, you know, some people, some people may have to, you know, may sit in that aisle seat and say, you know what? I can't fall asleep. Because I may, in, or whenever somebody moves, I have to have their crotch or their ass in my face. Yeah. So I hate the aisle seat or uh, the middle seat. On international flights, like if you're flying very far, you may want to get that aisle seat so you can just get up and do your thing. Do your and thing. not get past all these like fat, obese people sitting. Because right you went to, to Paris, side note. I just S dot went to Paris, and I think I that's why he was levels saying. to this plane flying. There, apparently, <laughs> there's levels to this shit. There's levels to this shit. And Ann Coulter was on a different Ann, level. Ann Coulter, she was on. She was like, I had the ILC, but you got, you got, you're gonna have the audacity to move me to the uh, to, to, to to the uh, the window seat. Ann Coulter, go pick some graves. Um, unfortunately, 
And I don't want anybody to, un, you know, go send DMX to go pick some grapes. But unfortunately, this man is $1.7 million behind, and the IRS got him. He turned himself in. Damn. I think he's facing 44 he years for tax some evasion. Gold. <laughs> like, damn. <laughs> I heard that, Pharaoh. <laughs> Somebody, so please, please pray for our for our man DMX. He, you know, right now God is on his side. I know he's trying to change over a new leaf. You know, of course he he, you know, he had so, he. This man actually is starting to tour again, making money. He better tour. Again. <laughs> I mean, he I better mean, stop. He the IRS. Appar- money. Yeah, so apparently hey, how he was. Gonna make it? <laughs> apparently he was um putting money into his younger years into like other bank accounts and shit. I got I got a great idea for him. He what? should actually um vote for Rand Paul, who wants to get rid of the IRS. I mean, right now he needs to become a libertarian. Really, that just is get his rid of. Best bet. <laughs> oh, Rand of- Paul wants to get rid of the IRS. Oh, oh yeah, yes, that want- was that did That's happen. Like the libertarian last like- year. Him and Ted Cruz. Yeah, that'll cry. Ted Cruz. I'd be voting for Ted Cruz. He better go stump. <laughs> he better be out there on the stump speech. Ted Cruz for president. Oh out. goodness! You know what? You know who I actually want to? Um, I want to give pres- Give or actually want to nominate for president. I want to elect to president. Lala Anthony. I don't know if you guys watch Power. I don't know if you guys just skim by her Instagram. Goodness. Goodness gracious, Lala Anthony! If I every I need everybody to just go and if you've seen Power, Power is actually amazing. What is this third or fourth, whatever second, third season or whatever the case is? But it is an awesome show. Fifty did his shit on this, but Lala Anthony has, and this is a spoiler alert. Spoiler alert! Spoiler alert! I'm just gonna keep saying it. Spoiler alert! But Lala Anthony in this last episode, sex scene with this man Tommy, sex scene and. Titties out, Wait, ass Tommy. out. Yeah, Tommy is 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 is. Uh, I mean, I haven't ghost. I haven't started watching the new season. Oh, okay, I watched the last the first season. I okay, so you know who season. Tommy is. Yeah, 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 I, yeah. You know who Tommy. Have, is. Now I feel like what the fuck is going <laughs> you on? You need to watch that it, boy. Lala yeah, Lala. With he's Tommy. dicking her down and shit. Damn. Well, La, yeah, and she was apparently she was just on vacation or some shit. We're just like, damn, damn, damn. Um, of course, also everybody was saying damn and uh, congratulations to Beyonce she apparently and this is a two second thing I don't even want to go into it I actually put up a meme and it was like you not gonna Beyonce twin picture me to death I seen it I congratulate her good job you carry twins the uh, the amazing the amazement of birth and the miracle of birth we actually congratulate uh, Beyonce here was so it gender the twins out of curiosity I think they're two boys Oh shoot! I think so. I think I think they're two boys. Um, talking about two guys. Um, I want everybody if if they've actually heard it, if they haven't, of course, of course heard it. Uh, Jimmy Iovine, um, the uh, CEO of a pretty successful uh, record company, Interscope. He, him, and Dr. Dre actually released an HBO special. Um, I believe on July 9th. It's called Defiant. I'm um, also just want everybody to go pay attention and go take a look at. Um, Diddy actually released a documentary. I believe on Revolt. Um, I can't remember exactly what it's called, but actually go take a look at that. And in more rapper news, Drake. Um, shout out, of course, to Drake, another black uh, owner. He actually um, owns his own and just released his own liquor, actually called um, Virginia Black Whiskey. Bovey, what happened to the liquor you were supposed to bring it? I know, man. I just couldn't get Selling to it. Selling dreams. Yeah. <laughs> 
But that's a black ownership, entrepreneurship. We have to give we're, it up for him. We're supposed to be supporting black we people. Are, we are. We're going to do it the next one. And, and speaking of speaking of drinking, um, Stock, we're just going to do a little segue. What are we drinking again today? Are we doing the same, are the same liquor that we've been sipping on for a little bit, this whiskey or bourbon? Bourbon, actually. Mm. No, no, it's not bourbon, actually. Oh. It's, um, so we, I, I wanted to switch it up this week because we've uh, been sipping on the same thing. For bourbon past, Trace. Like, Buffalo Trace. Buffalo was, uh, Trace. Was I knew it was a B. Before. But um, right now we're sipping on rye whiskey. And rye whiskey is different from bourbon in that bourbon is primarily made out of, I believe, corn. While rye is obviously made out of rye. And what it does to the flavor profile is corn makes your alcohol very sweet. So when you drink bourbon, you have this very kind of like sweet undertone. So you don't really need to add anything to it. But if you're going to make like a cocktail, like if you're going to make an old fashioned or you're going to make a Manhattan. That's my drink is Manhattan. Yeah. Ultimate th- drink. Throw some rye in there because it's not going to be oversweetened by the, the sugar that the they put into it. It's going to add a little bit of spice notes that you get from, um, you know, molten rye. So this is what we're drinking on Redemption. God it? damn it. Yeah, if this is not rye. the ghetto, this is exactly Redemption. what we do. I wonder what Aria put this in This is what cup. we do. <laughs> Official she, drink of Game of Thrones. I was free. <laughs> <laughs> you are not redeemed. Tell them Winter Game. And speaking of the Game of Thrones that just dropped on Sunday this past week, Pharaoh, of course, is going to be our resident Game of Thrones enthusiast. I actually, I've, I've, I've been in and out of Game of Thrones. I've seen some seasons. I think I, out of Game I missed Thrones. last season. I don't know. It's, it's just so much. But Pharaoh, go ahead. Let us know what happened because I know. I mean, the beginning. I mean, I'm not a spoiler for I'm not going to spoil it for you. But we're, no, this is a spoiler alert. By this time, motherfuckers had time. They go, they, they, hey, you gonna learn it. today? Uh, you gonna learn today? It was lit. That's it started with Arya fucking taking out the rest of House Frey. As you know, last season ended with her cutting Lord Frey's throat. Mm. So she avenged the Red Redding with some uh, drinky drink, yes. poison wine. Uh, she took the mask off. Like right. I was like, I was, was like, like time she out. was like, she was like, when people asked what happened here, you better tell, tell them. them with the King for House Friends. Tell, go them. tell that. <laughs> go run, tell that. Go tell just that. like Martin Lawrence. Go <laughs> run, tell that. I just and I'm just like, hold on. So so she killed this guy, right? Un, like, so somehow took off his like. This is some um uh agent um double well, seven you missed type out on a couple seasons. Mission Impossible. That when she was overseas, she was learning all that you know black magic from the house of many faces. So huh, so oh oh shit. So she knows how to do so it. So she now. she was able to take she off this motherfucker's head. Yeah, she can take face. anybody's face and make it a face. Make it a mask. Yeah. Just quick note. Mission Impossible type shit. Right before she kills Frey, she feeds Frey his children. Oh yeah, oh, his favorite children. Yeah, so Hold they, all those people that were in, like all the army guys. Or no, this, no, no, this like, was last season. His two favorite sons. Yeah, like the Shit. direct kid. So she gives him this that pie. That bitch is evil. And is like, uh, oh, she, he killed her mother. That's true. He, oh, he killed their entire family. No, he killed her mother and her brother and yeah. wiped out their army. And wiped out. Okay, yeah, and, true. And I saw that. The part. brothers die wolf too. Damn. Yeah, it was cold. Damn. So she. So okay. So that's how. That's how the. See, this is season seven. Yeah, where's the seven. fucking book? That's that's another Sorry. thing that Pharaoh was actually looking for. But um, go ahead and so what else happened in in this first episode uh, of the second to last season? Because there's John's, only supposed to be eight John's seasons. now the king of the north. Okay, 
That's true because he was the leader, right, or the uh, leader of the army uh, of the it was something. Complicated. Okay, <laughs> it but kinda, what was his title? He had some title, uh, leader of bastard the- son of the last lord. <laughs> damn, damn, uh, Lord Commander of the Nice Watch. <laughs> Thank died you. And Thank you. Came Lord back Commander. to life, like you know. Gotcha. Shit's happening. So life. now he's now he's the king. His sister. I know. I saw that. Pretty I, much the king's advisor. I advisor. Guess. Okay. Okay. What else uh, happened? Um, Daenerys lands on a dragon on her ancestral home. Where that she that was. was the last part. Yeah. The last uh, part. Samwise. I mean Samwise. I'm sorry. Samwise Genji. <laughs> I'm fucking shit up now. Oh shit. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, Lord of the Rings. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> My nerds too strong. Go uh, on. Sam, as you know, is Schmiegel. learning to be a member of the... Um, fuck. The guy with the chains. I'm a little drunk now. I don't know. Yeah, the Macer. He's the studying to be a Macer. Macer. Uh, and he's now looking at stories from the original Black Knight. The original... Okay. Uh, Incident with the White Walkers and okay. trying to find Dragon Glass. And wh- who was that guy that was in the um, carriage? Uh, and his eyes oh, can we white? talk about how Queen Cersei is uh, still a cold-hearted badass? Hold on. So, what happened to her son? He jumped out the, the window. That's, I'm sorry. That's what I said. I didn't. Jumping why did he jump again? I'm sorry. Because he's a one. soft little bitch. All right. So now, so she took his place because they did, and they were she treating her bad last was, time. They were saying that she couldn't all, even. First be. of all, you know they had to be scared of her because they walked that woman naked through King's Landing. She blew up. Except the bailer that charged her with her crimes, and now she queen. So they, I would be terrified of that chick if I looked. Cause she gonna kill everybody. I was like, damn, I, I, I shouldn't throw mud. She gonna sodomize everybody. So <laughs> what else? Same thing was on? too much. I admit. What else is going on? That's so we got a queen. That's great, though. I mean, woman empowerment. You know, we got Daenerys is officially in Westeros. What? Okay, I'm just gonna let that go because I'm not so sure. I need to catch up because a big. If I can actually get my words out, um, last weekend I want to say they did a. Um, full marathon of like season from like one through six and i was wishing that i caught that but i was unfortunate i know i i couldn't watch game of thrones all day season one like you would want to slit your wrist you think so it would just be like every person you ever loved being killed it's not like one of those like sunday like i actually before uh, and this is just me like sundays uh when i wait for insecure insecure comes out now i was just gonna say that i'm glad we said that yes segued another another uh one of our queens, yes, I love it. Ooh, I, I love, love it. Did you so hear much. that her and Ava DuVernay and somebody about to and Lupita Nyong'o is supposed to come out with some some please, shit? Please, please. I mean, Goddesses. that's rumors. That's the rumor report, Black but rise up. Mm. But Insecure is dropping on this Sunday, which is the twenty third. So I'm definitely ready. That's about to be out on Netflix. So um, make sure, of course, that we do that. Um, and I think Netflix. It's on HBO. HBO. I'm sorry. I'm glad. See, that's why. That's why we. That's why I have my boys here. You that's why I think you had here. that nice, uh, you know, membership. He thought about to binge watch it. <laughs> <laughs> Feelings about to be hurt. <laughs> but uh, nah. this is, of course, the moment that we're actually going to go into our splash, our deep dive. Nah, man. This is reasonably woke. This is our deep dive. This is what we call reasonably no, no, woke. No, no, today, no. This week we're doing reasonably woke. It's different so, than deep dive. Oh shit! You see, you see, I, I'm. I wasn't even paying attention. So, can, so I know, right? That uh, <laughs> what, what liquor is that again? That we drinking? drinking? Redemption. Redemption. Let us shit. help you redeem yourself. Redeem right myself. Now. Start over. So, Pharaoh, go ahead and uh, and, and bring that. Up. So, what is what? So this. So this uh, is a reasonably, different reasonably woke is going to be the uh, segment upon which we talk about our black issues. And being woke in a reasonable manner. Because there's all kinds of extreme versions of woke right now. That's true. So, we're going to call it reasonably woke. Uh, I believe this week we're talking about... 
the shit that happened can with black people McKesson. be racism is that what you want to talk that about shit too. yeah i think yeah. like the general tone of this is can blacks be bigots and racist and so um, can we lead in with the dr umar johnson and do, do you want to start with that i mean that that's, ba- the, that's basically the the or what well, we can end off with that if you want to. i mean we no, have start a, with we can lead up to it we can i lead think up if to we it. did it out right now i think he's a good example for the argument of yes Okay, so black. All right, so so basically, blacks. So we're saying that can. So the big question is, can blacks be racist? And could we? And also, could we add a caveat to that where it's also saying, could we be too woke? No, no. The whole no? segment reasonably woke is dealing with black issues. Okay, all right. So, so I, if black right. people can be racist, not is a reasonably woke issue. Okay, I got you. All right. Do you want to start off with his his quote? Go ahead. Go ahead. So, Dr. Umar Johnson says, this is something he said on The Breakfast Club um, a couple days back. I would argue the reason black men marry white women is because they wish they were white themselves. And having the white man's prize, his queen, is a psychological symbol to myself that I am equal to him. So, uh, DJ Bob, you have a, a special affinity for Dr. Dr. Umar Johnson. I, don't, I wouldn't say I have an affinity for him like but a liking no, you but definitely have an affinity for him no 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 i definitely don't uh, so we so and, and why Farrell is actually saying that because we actually had a, a conversation before so um basically for me it was more or less the fact that um i agreed with certain topics that he actually spoke of but Farrell, of course was saying the overall context of what he was saying Farrell, i'm going to actually have you say it in your own words so i'm not speaking for you i mean for me, Doctor, is it's not about context. It's just he presents information in the exact same way white supremacists present information to their people. Okay. So for me, it's about style in which you're actually growing. So the very statement he just said is basically saying that black men only choose white women in order because they feel like they want to be white. I understand. So basically, I for me, I'm in like a. So right now, I'm in an interracial relationship. So for me, I don't agree with that because there's no way that I'm like, all right, well, and 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 no fiber in me that's saying, oh, I I only want to um, date white women because I've dated black women. I, you know, everything, you know. Yeah. So my biggest thing for that, I don't agree. But for the agreement factor that I actually have is that. Um, He's saying that, yes, we need to, us as black people, because I feel, I, I do feel as though if us making, you know, mixed babies and so forth and, and of course, um, not having black men in the home, so to speak, with an, a black woman, that that also is detrimental to children, you know, de- detrimental to kids, because at this point in time, I would want to say, and I do agree with his um, with his statistic you know, statistical response into that saying that at this point in time, mostly most black women are raising kids by themselves, single parent. That's wrong. There are more white women raising single white, white kids by themselves than are black women. raising. So that's what I'm saying. So I know those statistics aren't real, but where like there are more white, there are more white male children growing up in houses without their father than there are black men and I could, children. And, I, and that's the, the thing. problem I could be, with I could the statistics be, I could like be, that I could be, is relativity. I could be, I could be um, drinking the Kool-Aid, so to speak, and just kind of going Heavily. from, going from um, you know, what I've heard. But 
from you know just my standpoint i you know believe that to be true is that i believe of course a lot of um you know households unfortunately um and this is of course also because of what the clintons put out and why a lot of black men are in you know jail and you know get racially pro us as uh, black people get racially profiled but i believe that especially what the clintons did and bill clinton did in the early 90s drastically affected us for i want to say definitely for centuries but the conversation we're having right now is can black people be racist and if you are developing your ideals on how you should interact in the world based on the race of another per- person, that is inherently racist. You have a ideology of race being a deciding factor in how you think or interact with other groups. And so we were speaking of this earlier, and granted, I still believe that black people are not able to be racist. However... I know that we spoke about this before, and this is, of course, a pretty heavy, um, a pretty heavy topic for us here at the Get Up, just because I know when each of us has our uh, different, you know, opinion, so to speak. However, we still gotta, you know, keep an open mind. This is exactly what the Get Up is about: is that you have your opinions, but you can see the other side of things, right? Go yeah, ahead, and ask that. Well, I mean, for so there's different definitions of racism, but I think the more mainstream definition that is taught in a lot of schools is that in order for you to be racist what you need to do is have that power structure so you need to be the dominant sort of race in that environment and therefore be able to affect the other race so when people say black people cannot be racist what they're saying is that i have in my bigotry i can i can hate white people all i want i can be very bigoted but i cannot affect you negative with that that hatred exactly so therefore i i can't be racist so such as and i'm I'm sorry to interject and sorry to interrupt but just like so how um whites can you know of course control um hollywood things of that nature music why i do feel like that's more or less racism where you have a detriment uh and a negative effect i just think it's like a a a bad way to use that term i I used to always yeah but i used to always get mad at people when they would say like somebody is homophobic like they are scared of homosexuals because mm. the thing about it is they may not they may hate them but they're not scared of them so using that word homophobic phobic it's a being fear. that that has that fear. fear makes yeah. it so when you say somebody's racist and you're like oh it makes this power structure that word the, that wording makes it sound as if black people cannot have not base their decisions based on race yeah. which is which is untrue but also also <laughs> even in your definition an ism is an ideology yeah when you're talking about one group asserting power over another group in a civilization, that's classism. I think the problem with America is our version of classism developed from an ideal of racism. Meaning a because white, it was at the time in classes the sixties. Our ba- no, it's because America was founded was not founded but taken over by white guys, and those were the guys who were owning the slaves and making the law. Who made genocide. So our concept. For, for no, 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 you're first. not listening. Our concept of classism is based off a history of racism. But that's, what racism I, but that's what I was saying. That's what I was saying. Yeah, yeah. But I think what's happened is in the modern context of the argument, we've merged the two. And because you've merged racism both with classism, it's not a conversation you can have that presents solutions. Because you have to separate the two. Racism is a cultural ideology that spreads from daddy to poppy. Power spreads on development and legalized change and based on how the power structures have changed right now 
when we talk about racism and its effect, black people can easily be racist now. Black people are definitely developing ideologies towards white people based on their race, just like white people did towards blacks. So the concept of people being racist goes both ways. You can't say, oh, that white guy is racist because he thinks I'm a monkey because I'm black, and then say that black guy's not racist because he thinks because that white guy's rack, he, white, he automatically wants to like hurt black people. Yeah, and just kind of thinking like of the, just thinking of um, even prejudice is more, to be prejudiced is the predisposition of somebody. So you're thinking of, so I can understand the racism and and that's why I was saying that I do I do understand uh, your term in regards to racism because I do feel at this point in time, especially in like the UK, they don't really have racism. They have more classism than anything, and that's kind of how that um, structure you know always was. Was that if you had the most money, but they do. It's just that. their racism is toward Jews and Arabs. Like well, well, there is racism in Europe. You just because it's not racism always directed at black people, you don't see it. No, but no, no. I still agree. Some that, of those, don't, yeah, some of those but hold European on, hold on, but hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. The Jews. But I'm saying that don't Nazi put that per- against. Don't I'm, put that against in regard to what I was saying. Is that I? So I understand that um, that it that in regards to racism can spawn everybody. So I'm not so so don't get me wrong in, in saying that just because I think that racism is between white and black is what we were talking we yeah. were speaking of. But Europeans but, have but, racism too. But I didn't say that's what I'm saying. I never said that they didn't have it. That's what I'm trying to correct you on. Is that I didn't say that Europeans don't believe in race or don't don't have racism in regards to um, Arabs and different cultures and, and ethnicities and things of that nature. I think I just that, wanted to put you on the that, straight path. That that term is so relative that it tends to lack meaning if you really look into it so if you say like so you know the dominant group is exerting power over this other group and that's how you are racist if you look at specific environments how far can you drill down right so if i was to say like oh in the hip-hop industry black rappers could be racist against eminem because he's a white rapper and that's a field that's dominated by black people due to that definition you're you're technically correct Right, or if you were to look in specific black environments, black people could be racist against white people because they would not be the dominant force. In I that don't think Eminem would be the great because he's actually a really great rapper. So, but I'm saying, like, if you didn't like him because he was white and you tried to hold him back, yeah. like that's what I'm saying. Yeah, to these, so, I mean, especially the Iggy Azaleas um, of, of the bunch. I mean, she, yeah, you could, she's gotten it too. You could say that you know black people are being racist to white people in that specific that's environment. True. That's true. So it really it's such like a, it's a about relative term that yeah. it, it becomes weak after you have like a deep dive into it and like how like what situation does it you know work in? Like in Africa, can black people be racist against white people? But the like, white Africans are white, racist against the black, the black people. Yeah, right. But in they, South Africa, they, they actually created have that. a classism based yeah. off the racism. And they, they're actually the America. Yeah. So it's like it's not Westerners when they move into an area and have issues with another group or lead over another group. The idea of racism and classism, I think, naturally combine. And I think that's fair. Mm. I think the problem is, is when you're saying, can one group be racist? And you're adding in the historical aspect of that particular area, you confuse the argument for someone like me who's like a whole world person. Mm. So I'm going to apply it in the context of the whole world. So what racism say, happens everywhere. It's basically tribalism. So in regards One to group, racism, prejudice, things of that nature that we're they're explaining. Yeah. So um, earlier this week, and everybody have seen, has seen it, that um, Floyd Mayweather and Conor McGregor at this point in time are actually all going around. Um, they're doing their media press release. Um, 
people are actually calling uh, Conor McGregor racist because he used um, so he basically said dance for me boy while Floyd um, you know was shadow boxing um, do you guys think that you know I'm not too sure if you if you've seen you know the uh, you know the 10 second 20 second clip or whatever but do you think that Conor McGregor should be labeled as a racist because of that uh, I mean this is back to your question of history if you ask me as a black person from a historical standpoint, if some Irish person is calling me boy, if that's racist, I feel you. I'm going to 100% tell and you. Yes. And he quickly switched it up. I think he said it like two or three times. Um, and then he, he changed it up. He was like, son. You know, he was like, dance for me, son. Dance for me, son. Like, he so, said it qu- quickly. Yeah. Two times or three times. And then, you know, in the quickly, context yeah. of American history, yes. Okay. In the context of the boxing world, shit talking, I mean, propaganda that they Mike do. Mike Tyson, Mike before Tyson. Before any he was gonna- time they have a match, no, it's fucking boxing yeah. doing what boxing does, getting you to watch the show. Mike Tyson said I mean, he was going to eat somebody's child or some shit. <laughs> he <laughs> he told somebody he's going to fuck them in the ass. He's going to fuck them in the ass until yeah. they, until mean, they until love, love it. it or some shit. Like, <laughs> I mean, with a lisp. Yes. Like, that had to be unsettling. Like, if I was about to box him, I'd be like, uh, I uh, don't think I would do this <laughs> And you have a lisp? Like, what the fuck? That, yeah, I mean, you're way too confident uh, in that statement. It's just, it's just race baiting, right? Like, really, that's what they're trying to do. They're trying to hype up this fight. You need more black people to watch it. Conor McGregor's racist. Mm-hmm. You need more Irish people to rock shit. Oh, he's fighting against big black people. Like, that, that's what they're doing. You're like, literally I don't, playing into you're playing old stereotypes. Yeah. And then also, could we say that we're... So, in regards to um, the fact of, more or less, people kind of going overboard, we say that people are going... or Well, I mean, D-Ray McKesson, <laughs> so apparently earlier this week also, um, that... The, so, the new movie, Planet of the Apes, is coming out. Um, and apparently, on social media, somebody may have added, you know, D-Ray McKesson, who is... I, would, I mean, I would, we wouldn't call him a leader of the Black Lives Matter movement, but, but he he's just like a prominent you know, he's, figure. Yeah, he's a prominent figure. You know, um, you know, very outspoken, of course, where everybody knows him. Um, so apparently, somebody added him and said, um, and put up actually a picture of one of the apes in uh, in um, his popular blue vest right so of course he came out and just said you know oh this is not right this is not right um you know uh, why is it that uh hollywood is not more conscious of things of that nature but you know the great thing is that he actually quickly took that back after he spoke with somebody in hollywood and said that the planet of the apes actually started in like the 70s so you know this is not racist and but it's not no, no. all because there's like of you, a, because there's like a very belt. old like black conspiracy theory that says like the planet of the apes airing kind of happens around like major civil rights events and shit what was it in the 70s is it uh, i thought planet like, of the apes came out in the 70s or 60s well it's Let me just look like it right now there's supposed to be this coded message correlation between with, like the you know like black people being like oppressed and it's like the monkeys are oppressed and the white people you know whatever and of course it's a very people. loaded concept yeah if we but, were to get rid of like our view on racism it's basically man versus nature all over again which is a common tale told but for americans i mean you know 1968 so i mean in the 60s i mean still civil rights 68 era. no 68. no no like then yeah. yeah yeah that's the correlation then i got you so yeah, so but I mean, if, so the thing is that D. Ray may have thought that it was after him, but I mean, the good thing is that he deleted his comments because, of course, you know, you can't keep your you know tweets out there because, of course, those are in 
the world forever. <laughs> I mean, you can't really delete yeah. tweets anyway. Like, I mean, you can't because people retweet them. But the good thing is that he deleted them from his, you know, from his mentions and so forth. But, um, but kind of going back to the topic, Estot. So, are we saying that, you know, I, it's ten o'clock? Um, <laughs> <laughs> no, I just, I just think that sometimes. Do you know where your children are? Yeah, that's true. Do you know where your children are? That was our little break here. Is that it's ten o'clock? Do you know where your children are? Yeah, <laughs> this podcast was recorded at exactly. ten o'clock. Um, no, I, I, I do think that. I think it kind of goes back to when we were having that conversation on identity politics, and I have that quote by Tony Morrison, where it's like the very real, um, the very real point of racism is distraction right it distracts you from the real issues so while d ray should be out there you know um promoting black lives matter really he's mad about a monkey wearing a vest mm. and he's out here tweeting about that taking attention away from these actual issues so can we talk that point you just made about racism being distraction that's one of the biggest things in my study of the american concept right now that i came across if you talk to white men and you talk to black men, on a whole, their political leanings are pretty much the same. That's true. I mean, we were speaking The only that thing that separates black men and white, like black men and white men ideology are the police. Yep. But on taxes, on jobs, on industry, on women's rights, black men and white men pretty much agree across the board. I mean, in uh, regards to the police, I mean, not even that because I just wanted to add in there that they... Apparently in Minneapolis, they had another shooting of an Australian white woman, um, and it was that she actually called the police to come investigate, and they shot her. There's, there's literally nothing I agree with you more than that one concept that you, that you made about that there's no real difference between a lot of white ideology and black ideology other than that they are divided up between race. Because if you look at just the... There's no way you can convince poor white people to fight against taxation that they are not paying than to make it seem like all their money is going to black people. Yeah. That's the only way you can do it. Yeah. The, yeah. The, the, I mean, um, uh, was it, um, what was the president who said that? Was it Johnson? Lyndon B. Johnson? About he said what? about, um, he was like, all you have to do for the most part is uh, tell a poor white man that he is better than the then a black man and he'll accept shit and he'll he'll give you he said he said uh, a poor white man will empty his pockets out to you as long as you tell him that uh that he is uh better than uh, a minority or a person of color and he will pour and he will just give you his money i want to say linda b johnson that's probably that's probably nixon but um yeah just in general just like police police brutality they kill more white people almost double than black people the only way you can say that, oh, yeah, I want to be for police when they're murdering you is to be like, oh, no, um, it's actually the black people who are really mad about this. But, you know. Sorry, I just actually had to chuck over a phone because somebody's calling Pharaoh and we were charging his phone. But, um, yeah, no, it was Lyndon B. Johnson who said that. Oh, OK. It's just, but it's just insane. That's why, like, yeah, you know, like the, the easiest way to get white people to vote for these policies that are just so against their interests. Oh, do you want free education? No, black people are getting that. You know, like, it's just that's the only way you can really do it is by using racism as a distraction to divide people up and gain power for the upper class. So, all right, so people. putting in a, a, another context and, and um, so in the issue in uh, California at the <laughs> college. So would we consider, so, it, so 
break it down. Do you have the Do you have the story with you, Estot? Yeah. Go ahead. So and, yeah, break um, this down. basically, at Claremont College in Southern California. So there's like this whole school system out there, um, part of these colleges. And at Claremont College, there is this woman named Carrie um, Arena. Uh, I call her Arena. It's U R E N A or something like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, I think she, she claims herself as Afro American or, or Afro Caribbean. I want to say when I was reading it, okay. something like that. Well, either way, yeah. black. So she has um, a couple of roommates. She was looking for another one. She put up a post that said, "I am looking for POC on, on the school's Facebook page. on the school's yeah. Facebook page." You know, I'm looking for a roommate. POC apply only. Yeah. Um, somebody called her out on it because. POC, people of color. Exactly. And she, quote, this is a quote, I, no, I didn't say this. Um, she said, she, quote, didn't want to live with no white folk, was her response to the criticism. And she of shouldn't that. have said, said that's it racist. such as that. That's she racist. should, yeah, that is racist when she said it of that nature. But I mean, towards the end, she had power. She used it to deny some white person's yeah. living ability. But, but the, the biggest thing, though, is so. Their reasoning, reasoning for this is because they were saying that this was in the wake of, I want to say, the whole Philando Castile issue um, and or it may have been that or Mike Brown. Um, and they were and apparently on that campus. Um, it was very divided. Apparently, um, what was it was Claremont College. Apparently, that particular college has six, five or six different other uh i would say satellite school or satellite you know well there's like a bunch of different like schools within the system within so like exactly. claremont mckenna is like the most famous one it has like a very low acceptance rate but they have a bunch of different system, um, exactly. colleges. so they're pri- there so it's, a, it's actually a pwi school a predominantly white institution um i want to say when i was reading it they had about like five percent black like nine percent latino or something of that nature and then but it was like 45 percent white so apparently there were be after the Mike Brown um, investigation or Flannel Castile, one of the tragic incidents that happened uh, with police shootings, um, there was a very big divide, you know, with uh, with minorities, people of color, and white students, apparently, at that time that it's um, said in the article. So they were saying that with everything that is going on, and I actually agree with this, is that they said we needed a, a safe haven. We need a safe haven with other people of color because right now we're being killed. You know, there's... Um, People are, you know, of course, white people at this point in time are either doing blackface because within that time, within the Mike Brown thing, I want to say that there was two or so much incidents where uh, white people uh, during Halloween were doing blackface after Kim Kardashian and and fucking, um, well, of course she's white, but of course uh, with uh, Kanye West and things of that nature. Yeah, I mean, Bellevue, um The question I would have is this: so after the Dallas shootings, right? Yes, a bunch of black people shoot cops. Um, let's get that straight. There's one guy. Yeah, thank you. There's but, one. Yeah, you said a bunch of black people. Okay, so I just don't want. I don't want you That's to white to, propaganda. Yeah, I don't. Okay. I don't want you to dirty the, and muddy. So the words. one black person killed was shooting at cops. Yeah, right. If a bunch of white students said, "I don't want to live with black people because right now we're under assault. There's a lot of stuff going on, and I don't really want to live with these white, you know, these black people um, right racism. now. They can't understand me. And no, right it's now. So, exactly. It's the same racism. That would be racism. I understand. And I understand so that. So that excuse yeah. doesn't work. Like it doesn't make sense if you take it out of like the only way that makes sense is if somehow African American people just cannot be considered big but they were saying that's the same thing as a, as having a um uh as a black student union 
no, it's 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 not. It was it's, in the article. Like, I mean, if, see, I'm not too sure if you read the entire the article, but, see, but it actually is, said that. See, it actually said time. that that's nothing different see, than having like a, a Latino is, student organization or whatever the case is. See, you just make it something problem. in. It's not. It's just this not exclusive. And this is the problem with that argument: is if you have a black student organization or Latino student organization. That potentially means that you Talk have a college. Hold on. If you have that kind of organization for your university, that probably means your university has a history of having white clubs or clubs predominantly run by white kids who didn't let other minority groups in any way, shape, or form contribute to those other clubs. Mm. So then the black students or the other minorities started their own clubs. That's a history problem. Mm-hmm. Now... You're mixing too many. It's like we've gotten to a point where liberals have complained about things so much that conservatives are throwing dumb arguments and things. Like it's too much. I mean, like what if do we simplify. I don't know. I wouldn't say argument. that's a liberal or conservative thing. I just think that there were. I guess it a, a is. Decent, it's not, because it's like well, the. You can't hor- say that. Do you, do you, you know have, who? Do you, you know ever who? heard of the horseshoe theory? No, but do you know who? So the horseshoe theory it's pretty much states in politics that the extreme ends are like the ends of a horseshoe. They're actually closer together than the middle of the horseshoe. The people who are like moderate extremists or in the middle ground. That the people who are at the extreme end are closer to reality. And that's what's happening. Liberals and conservatives hate each other so much, they're displaying the exact same behaviors as each other. I would agree. I mean, like, if you think like it's the same as a student union. So if you look at like a student union, you have the black student union. Their job is really represent black interests on that campus. And the reason that they are there is, as Pharaoh said, was because they were historically um, discriminated against. But if you're looking at housing, saying, I do not want to live with somebody because of their specific race, what purpose does that serve other than to um, discriminate against somebody based on their skin color? I, I don't know what, what reasoning you have for that to progress yourself or represent yourself at, as a race. But it's because at this point, you're doing what they did to you. Exactly. And that's the issue that I have when people talk about racial growth. If you get to the point in your development as a race where all you're doing is displaying the behaviors that were used against you to another group or the same group, that, you're the same. So what happens if these girls, I want to say they were... Um, they were actually a female bunch. Um, yeah, they were. What happens if they just said, just like some conservatives, and just said, yeah, that's just what it is. This is what we want to do. They can. That's- I mean, you can say whatever you want. It's a free country, but that doesn't make it right. Yeah. And I'm going to call you racist. Yeah. So, so I, yeah, I mean, the best I think, thing, yeah. if she really felt that way, the best thing to do would say she's looking for a roommate and interviewed everyone and just accepted the black. Well, that's true. And actually, that's I what, was, yeah, that's what that's the real good, estate. Yeah. That's what does. they do. They that's don't say they do. no black folk. That's they what say, the housing authority They take does. you around. They yeah. show you the house. They smile like they're going to give you the house. And they, they just they, deny you. They give it to somebody else. That it's called being true. courteous. That is very true. Actually, that is very true. And I would say that's more, I would say. Let's and that's the problem. So you just ta- you're just yeah, not you did, you're she not did it. Tactful. She did it. Yeah, she did. You're it. rude as fuck with your racism. She did it in a tasteless way. I will say that she she like, should have said what? it, and she sh- and I don't agree that she re- she should have responded in that way when she said, "Well, I don't want to live with white folks." I mean, that's it's like she should like honestly- you honestly look just as ignorant as the white guy talking about all black people are monkey. You look yeah. just as dumb as him. Yeah, exactly. You, she <laughs> what she should have said is just said, "Hey, you know, we're looking for a roommate." As Pharaoh said, interviewed whoever she is needs Be to interview. Be reasonably woke, and then just and just you know That's choose a person that you want woke. to exactly. All right, like if I put out an ad and I, I only you. want a black roommate, I'm not going to put that in the ad. Yeah. I'm just going to accept the black roommate who comes through. I'm like, oh, he's cool. Yeah, no, that is true. 
That is true. Well, hey, well that I mean that's that's reasonably woke. Reasonably woke. <laughs> that was the section. We just need the, the segment. We needed to uh, to talk about it. Of course, we gave you some gems, some you know stories and so forth that are actually happening right now um, out in this universe. But I mean, I think we're gonna call it a wrap right now. Yeah, yeah, it's a good place. To so, Pharaoh, uh, do you have any uh, last remarks for this? For this. <sighs> For this, I want to say it's our six, our six don't, podcast. Don't build yourself up on the ideals of being better than your being. Don't build yourself up and think you're being different than your oppressor and then be doing the exact same thing. And right now, I think my problem with our development as a people is one, we're not focused on the shit we need to be focused on, like making sure we can eat, we got housing, and you know our kids have clean water. And because we're not focusing on that, all these other conversations to me, like I said before, are bullshit. Mm. Dr. Umar, blah, 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 whatever his fucking Umar name Johnson, is, yeah. conversation about interracial dating or any of his views on shit mm-hmm. don't mean shit. They don't mean shit because I can't apply them because they're not feeding our people, putting roofs o- uh, uh, roof over their head, mm. or making sure their water's clean. Don't. So before we start trying to build up the pyramid, make sure we even have a base of the pyramid. And that's Pharaoh's... Advice. His, his last remarks. That's that. <laughs> um, even to go along with that, just as as a society as a whole, just think about the big picture. Right now, we have so many more issues to think about than microaggressions in our safe space within the safe space. And um, if you really are, are are focusing on these small, petty, different disagreements with how people live their lives, then you you are blind to the fact that what's really going on is that there is a ruling elite class that is constantly sucking up all the wealth from the rest of the people around here, and you are losing your 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 status, your status in life based on this ruse that you are fighting against black people and Hispanic people and whoever. And you're winning that battle. You're not. You're, you're just remaining poor and against another group of people. So just focus on the big picture. Really see where you are in society and know the people who you should be friends with. And really try to just bridge that gap between the elites and the... Yeah. I know, mean, I actually, I, I, do, I actually have to concur with uh, both Pharaoh and Estet on this. Um, just make sure that you... You st- I mean, as as Pharaoh jokingly says and sarcastically says, um, just make sure you stay woke, you know. Um, make sure that... Reasonably woke. Reasonably, reasonably woke. woke. There you I've go. been Thank saying you. stay woke and people are turning into... Yeah, I know. Yeah, no. Stay reasonably woke. Don't get sucked into the propaganda, the distractions, because there definitely are distractions out there. Um, make sure that you research exactly what you're saying you know there are things of course out there that as they call as Kellyanne Conway says it's fake news so you make sure of course that you are looking into um, you know the different stories that you're reading and as, as we say stay reasonably woke this is the get a podcast Farrell go ahead and um, tell everybody your social media uh, as you know I stay on IG the meme game is popping follow me at Black Fox King Awesome. That's that. Um, as always, I'm plugging my blog, uh, com. That's S-R-O-A-N-E.com. I'm still looking for columnists. I have an editor, and I have my first liberal columnist, so I'm still trying to build up that team, so hit me up. 
And uh, you can catch me here um, on Instagram, on Facebook, um, on Twitter. Twitter, 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 Twitter. Really? That's, a new, that's a new one. Uh, you can catch me on Twitter. That's that redemption kicking in. <laughs> DJ, DJ Belvy. You can catch me B E L V E. Um, we actually have, I have a SoundCloud. Make sure you catch that. And don't don't forget catch us on SoundCloud, the Get Up Podcast, and on Facebook, the Get Up Podcast um, on Facebook and on SoundCloud uh, to hear and to see exactly you know what we're talking about. Again, this is the Get Up Podcast. Stay catch up with woke. us later. Peace.